Thanks for joining us today at Springwell Church, where we want to draw spiritually thirsty people to Jesus by loving God, loving each other, and loving the world. We hope that today's message builds you up, gives you a little insight, and helps you find a brand new perspective. You can find us in Taylor, South Carolina, and online at springwell.org. That's springwell.org. Now let's jump into the message. Good morning, Springwell. We get everybody up off their feet this morning. We're going to wake up. Come on, let's put our hands together now. I see some of my kiddos in here. I used to think maybe you know me. Now, baby, I'm sure.
Thanks, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a very special part of Kids Camp 2022, and that is, Neff, let me just tell you, it's FX. What is FX, you might ask? Hmm, some of you have no idea. No problem, I'm gonna tell you. FX is family experiences. It's when we invite the adults, all of you taller people in the room, to enjoy what all of our shorter people in the room have been having so much fun doing all week long. Now, you're probably wondering, why didn't we invite everyone today? I mean, we did just fine last week, didn't we? We really did. Well, here's what we know. All last week, we learned some pretty important things, but you get a lifetime connected to your family to live those things out. Exactly. So what we do here at Kids Camp, man, it's really important. We learn all sorts of stuff. What we do on Sunday mornings next door, it's incredibly important. We're not babysitting, we're teaching, we're playing, we're having fun. But what we know is that what you do at home is so much more important than what we do in this building. And maybe that doesn't make sense quite yet, but I'm hoping that by the end of today, you'll have a few ideas on how to make that happen. Anyways, we'll get to that later. My name is Emily, and I am one of the onstage communicators next door. I teach your kids every single month. Stories, we have so much fun over there. During kids camp, I leave the games team. My kids in the room know we had a blast. We have so much fun here. And my name is Neftali Hernandez, and I had the honor of hanging out with your kids for a week. Emily and I are so excited to share with you what we talked about this week. So let's just dive right in. I think so. I think we should just dive right in. Dive right in. Where are my kids at? Dive right in. Guys, this week's theme at Kids Camp was making waves. Do you see why that would be? Man, this is a tough crowd. Anyway, okay. you know, let's get started on. with what they'll we were going to talk on. about today. <laughs> hey, Neff, in fact, could you help our taller people in the room, since they weren't here, understand what it even means to make waves? I know our young friends know because they remember because they were listening so good, but maybe help our adults learn. So actually, it's actually one of my favorite things to do. So check this out. What does it mean to make waves? Think about this. Think about this humongous, ginormous wave crashing into the shore. Ah! See, waves are powerful. They make an impact. And it's the same with us. You see, the way we live can make an impact on others. Remember, what you do today can change the world around you. And guys, we believe kids can make a difference. That's why we spent an entire week showing them that they have everything that they need inside of them to change the world. Yes, kids can make a difference. They absolutely can. But Neff, do you know what? I think the only thing that could make that sentence, kids can make a difference, better, is maybe adults and kids, families, making a difference together. I think that might be just a hair better. You know what, I'm glad you brought that up actually because that leads me to my next thing. I figured we could start us off today with a little quest. A quest? You see, a quest? A quest to discover how families can use what they have and work together to change the world around them. You know what, I'm on board. I love a good quest. Consider me on board for quest duty 
How are we going to start? Awesome. So, just as an FYI, I have some of my best ideas after a good conversation with my dad. Now, I'm not talking about my human dad. No, I'm talking about God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I love what you're, where you're going with this. I love to talk to God, too. But, Neth, there are a lot of ways to do that, like a lot of different ways. So, how exactly are you thinking today? I'm glad you asked. So, all right. this week, we've had this amazing worship team at Kids Camp lead us through worship. Yes. And one of my favorite ways to connect with God is, th is through music. So, I figured we could kick off our quest by handing it over to the worship team. What do you think? Neff, I think that is one of the best ideas you've had in the last five minutes. All right, let's bring up the Kids Camp Worship Team on stage. Everyone on your feet! Woo! All right, everybody, we're gonna sing this together. Come on, put your hands up. God, I'm so amazed by your goodness. I love the way that you love me. I've got this joy flowing deep in my soul now. I just want the world to see. All right, kids, come on, let's show how it's done. With your love inside me, I know I can change the world. Everybody, come on, every boy and girl. Are you ready? Let's give this a world. We're making waves, no stopping. Keep moving along. We're making waves, everybody. All people belong. We got a lot of life to live and a lot of love to give. We're making waves. Hey, come on now, everybody in the room. We're making waves. Come on, everybody. 
just for living with you. I made my decision. Lift me up, fill my eyes with wonder. Every young in your love is freedoms and tainted with you. The moment is wasted. Alright, here we go. church how are we doing today some of you out there are like I didn't sign up for a jazzercise class today but here we are I am so glad that you are here this is actually my favorite Sunday of the entire year obviously it's a little bit different than what typically happens in this room and what I hope for all of you in here today is that whether or not you have kids that by the end of this morning, you become a champion of what is happening in children's ministry and family ministry here at Springwell Church. Now, as you can see, my voice has not completely recovered from Kids Camp this week. That is hopefully a sign of a good time, Uh, but we're gonna get through this together. And what's really cool is that Kids Camp is at the end of what we have planned for families coming up. We have several things that I'd like to let you know about while I am up here. Um, I have three different phase conversations that I'd like to tell you about. And very important, if you have never heard of the word, the term phase conversation, I would love for that to be a very specific thing that you keep in your mind. Because our family ministry staff develops phase conversations to specifically reach families as their children exit specific phases and enter others. We want to partner with you as you walk your child or student through their entire life as a child or student. Make sure that we are resourcing you and more importantly, connecting you with other people that are walking through the exact same thing that you are. So if you have a rising first grader in your home, next Sunday, we have a phase conversation called I'm a Big Kid Now. 
This is an opportunity for you and your first grader to see what a morning in our elementary environment is all about. Because we know that moving from that preschool phase to that elementary phase is a big deal. And we want to set you up for success. We're going to have a coffee bar set up because it is happening at the 9 o'clock service. And that's not ideal for some of us in the room. But we'll also have some great resources and an opportunity for you to directly meet the person that's going to be spending the next year uh, volunteering as your first graders small group leader. I'm so excited for that. If you have not signed up for that yet, um, you can head to springwell.org slash events and get registered for that. In the same vein, another phase conversation we have is called It Just Got Real. Just like that transition from preschool to elementary is vital, so is the one from elementary to middle school. And if you've been around Springfield for a while, you know that our students meets on Sunday evenings. Do we have some student people in the room today? Y'all didn't have kids camp this week. You should have recovered from Rush by now, I think, you guys. But... Um, we would love to welcome your rising sixth graders to check out what our student ministry is all about. And you, as the adult that brings them, gets to spend that very first Sunday checking it out as well. Pastor Brian and his team are going to make sure that you um, get to enjoy a meal as a family, that um, ask all the questions that you have. You'll have some specific resources as well. As well. Um, so just like with I'm a Big Kid Now, you can head to springwell.org slash events to register for that. And our final phase conversation that I want to let you know about is um, following Jesus. Now, this isn't phase specific, but it is important to something we have coming up. Because after a week like kids camp, you might have kids or students in your home that are asking questions about what it looks like to follow Jesus or what it looks like to get baptized. And we want to help. So following Jesus' face conversation is just an opportunity. It's taking place after the second service on Sunday, August 14th, where we get to sit down with you as a family, walk you through what that process looks like, give you some resources, eat lunch together, and some members of our team will be there to answer any questions that you or your child or student has about that process that we can set you up for success. The reason that's happening is because the very next Sunday is baptism taking place at 9 or 11. So whether you're a child, a student, or an adult that is ready to take that next step, we would love to con uh, connect with you and get you prepared for Baptism Sunday. Once again, you can check out all of these events and more at springwell.org slash events. Whew, that is a mouthful, and what is so exciting about that is that we have so much going on for families, and that is consistent all throughout the year, and that's why days like today are so vital to what we do, because I never want you to forget whether or not you have children or students in your home, that every single week we have teams of volunteers that are coming in to change the perspective of what church looks like, and more importantly, what Jesus looks like for the generation coming up behind us. I don't know, for some of you adults in the room, if you'll um, relate to this like I will, but can you imagine if somebody, when you were in second grade, would have looked at you in a church setting and told you that you could change the world, and that there is somebody that is for you and believes in what you can do, that might have changed your entire life. And that is exactly what is happening next door every single week. And today is just a glimpse into the intentionality that our team here at Springwell has for families. 
So as we move into a time of giving, I hope that you'll hold that in your heart, that you'll recognize that as you give today, a portion of that goes to the environments that we have set up for kids, students, and families, because we believe in helping families win every single week, not just at Rush Week, not just at Kids Camp, but all throughout the year. If you have been at Springville before, you know that there are several ways that you can give to the ministries here. If you are a guest with us today, first of all, this is a great week for you to check us out, but this is not typical. So um, we would just love for you to enjoy the service. That is our gift to you. However, if you do consider Springwell to be your home, uh, we have several ways that you can give, and those are going to come up on the screens. We have a kiosk out in the lobby. We have an incredible online platform that you can give to. We even have a number that you can text any amount to. Um, and then if you prefer an in-person, a check or a cash payment, we will obviously have our buckets passing in just a moment. At the same time, we're also in the middle of what we are calling our next campaign. And the next campaign is all about setting up who's next here at Springwell, not just it, the next generation, but who's going to be occupying this space as well. We've hit some incredible milestones through this today. And if you want to learn more about what we are doing with the funds that go to the next campaign, you can go to springwell.org slash next, and you can give using any of the ways that are shown on the screen. Uh, we do ask that if you want to give a cash donation to the next campaign that you just use the envelopes that are located just outside the doors to the auditorium. Thank you so much for being here at Springwell today. Thank you for the honor of serving and loving on your kids and your families. It is such an incredible honor to be in this spot um, and for hanging out with you guys this morning. I'm going to hand things back off to our incredible team. If you are on the left side of your row, you'll find a bucket underneath your seat. You can pass it at this time. Everybody having fun so far this morning? Awesome. Can I get everybody up on your feet? All of my friends this week from Kids Camp, where are you at? Are you out there? I see you. Awesome. Okay, so does anybody remember our memory verse song from this week? Yeah? All right, so you guys, I need help to teach everybody else in the room our memory verse song, but before we sing this together, it's going to be up on the screen, and I want to teach all of the adults in the room the memory verse that we've been learning this week. It's John 7:38, and we wrote a song to help everybody remember this verse. So before we sing it, we're going to say it together on the count of three. Here we go. One, two, three. Whoever believes in me, rivers of living water will flow from within them. This is John 7:38. We're going to sing this together. We're gonna break it down a little bit. Come on, show us your dance moves. Everybody in the room, I know you're feeling it. I see you. Here we go. Book of John 7, verse 38. Out in the world, here we are making waves. Book of John 7, verse 38. 
Everybody, you can be seated. Whoa, 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 Neff. I think you're onto something because kids worship, man, that is some sort of way to talk to God. All I'm saying, that was awesome. Wasn't that amazing? That was awesome. I mean, some of my best, that's right, let's give him a round of applause. Guys, some of my best conversations with God actually happens during those very songs. And as a matter of fact, I had some time to think, and yeah, I came up with something. Yeah, did it help you on something. our quest? Our it quest? Did. Our quest? I have some time. Um, you see all these families out here? I do see there's a lot out there. There's some people. I want to conduct Hello, a people. survey. I want to conduct a quick survey. I want to see how oh, you got to the church. you're leaving me. Oh, he's leaving Sir, me. Sir. Okay. How did you get to church today? I drove. Drove? He drove. Okay. He drove a car. Sir, how did you get to church today? They pulled me. Oh, they pulled you. Okay. They, they pulled did you. Did you also drive? No. Oh, oh, pulled. He uh, rode. Okay. He rode in a car. Sir, how'd you get into church today? You drove. Drove again. Ma'am? We in drove, cars, right? Drove again. Interesting. Drove again. Oh. Okay, enough. <laughs> hmm. So I normally just kind of go along with your crazy stuff, but what, what, what was that? That was research. You see, research. that comprehensive survey that I just did. Yeah, comprehensive I survey. I was hoping to discover something, and I actually think I found it. You did? You Through see, your comprehensive Four people That's serving? exactly right. You see, yes. most families here got to church in a car. Driving. Yeah, that's what I heard. Is that what y'all heard? Yeah, that's what, that's what we all heard. Right. So they got here in a car. It, it's safe to assume that families spend a lot of time together in a car, right? Sh- sure. Yeah. Right. So if we can get families to bond in the car, okay. we can change the world. I mean, think about it. If you spent every minute in the car telling truths, telling story, I mean, you're, you're bound to come up with something to change the world, right? I'm, I'm tracking. Boom, uh, boom, done, solved. I figured it out. Waves have been made. I just made a tsunami. I think we're done. Okay, okay. Ho- uh, I, I think, uh, mm-hmm. I think that I'm with you. Drive time, car time, brilliant. Top notch, top notch idea. I, I think that's a great first step. I think first that's step. a great First step. That is the master plan. And as a matter of fact, that is the only plan. 
I need a volunteer to start it's gonna be a some part-time and change the world with me. If oh. I can get a family to volunteer with and, me, and you're leaving we're going to go out for a couple of minutes. You're leaving again. Okay. No. Can I get a family? We need a come family. Come on. Come on. Follow me. We're going to change the world in some part-time. I, I, think, I guess we I'll need see you guys family. later. All right. Bye, Neff. See ya. Bye, Neff. Okay. Well, um, he, he ditched me again. That's two times in one two minutes, so that's probably not great for the rest of our day. Um, okay, I have no idea what he's doing. I, I suppose he'll let us know later, so we'll just cross our fingers for that one. I think right now, we've had a lot of fun. I think it's time for some truth. I think it's time for a little truth this morning. We have had some incredible communicators next door teaching your kids in story time every single night in one of our rotations. So I'm pretty sure that Neff and I need a little bit of help with our quest, seeing as how he just ran off. So I'm gonna go find him. And I think I'm going to invite Pastor Brian up here to share a story with all of you. Everyone, let's welcome Pastor Brian. Thank you, Emily. That, um, I am so pumped to be able to hang out with you today. One of the things that I love about my job is that I got to do things like this past week, which was teach kids. Uh, that earlier in the summer, I got to spend a week teaching middle and high school students in a camp setting, but I'm really pumped that the entire family is going to be together today as we talk about a story that's in the Bible, and we're going to share with that with each other today. So here's what I want to do. I want to do this a little different today. We're not just going to open the Bible and just read. We aren't just going to sit back and go, okay, this is what each individual word says and each individual verse. Well, what I want to do is use, I, I, want, to, I want to tell the story using buckets, okay? So here's what you need to know. The buckets this morning aren't as important about what you may or may not see underneath the bucket. What's important is what you hear what we release, the sound that we, re we release when we raise the bucket up, okay? Um, we, the entire purpose here is to help put ourselves in the middle of the story. And the story that we are going to talk about today begins right at the most important moment of Jesus' time on earth. This is where he is about to save the world, and when this happens, in, in the story, Jesus is actually sharing a special meal with his friends, known as the disciples. After having the meal together, Jesus invited his disciples to go out to a garden to pray. Everyone stopped except for Jesus, and he went a little farther along by himself to go pray by himself. As Jesus, as Jesus prayed, he was troubled. And the reason he was troubled is because he knew that what he was about to do, God's plan for how the, to save the world, was going to be difficult. It was going to be really hard. It was going to be a difficult task. And Jesus prayed by himself. As he prayed, one of his friends, one of his own disciples, actually betray betrayed him. 
And some people came and they arrested Jesus. And then they took him before the Roman governor. Now, here's the thing. This didn't catch Jesus off, off guard. He actually knew that this had to happen, that it was a part of God's plan to save the world. So he went before the Roman governor. The governor questioned him. But the thing is, is that the governor found no wrong that Jesus had done. And he just had to make a decision what he was going to do because if he couldn't find anything that Jesus had done wrong, there was no reason for him to hold him. So the governor went to the people and said, what do you want to do with Jesus? Do you want me to release him to you? And instead of the people saying yes, the people begin to shout. They begin to scream, kill him, kill him, crucify him. And that's exactly what happened. After that point, Jesus was beaten by soldiers. They took all of his clothes from him. They made fun of him and they mocked him and they nailed him to a cross between two criminals. And it was while Jesus was hanging on that cross that he died. He died to pay the price for my sin, to pay the price for your sin so that we could have a relationship with him. He died to pay for the sins of all people. And it sounds like a really sad story, but the really cool part is that the story didn't end there because in three days' time, after Jesus had been taken down off the cross, had been placed in a borrowed tomb, that a stone was rolled in front of the grave so that nothing could happen, that no one could come steal the body or anything else. Three days later, one of his friends by the name of Mary actually came to visit the tomb. But when she arrived, she found something so incredible. When she arrived, she saw that the stone was rolled away from the front of the tomb, that Jesus wasn't inside. But then something even more amazing happened. In the garden outside of the tomb, Jesus himself appeared to Mary. He was alive. <laughs> That may be Mary's happy laugh. Some of us may have a different one. <laughs> but Jesus actually, Jesus actually talked to Mary. And this is what he said. It's in John chapter 20, verse 17. He said, go to those who believe in me. Tell them I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. So Mary ran to tell the disciples that Jesus was alive, and we'll catch back up with that one again. 
she was so excited she got ahead of it. It's all right. I understand it. She went and she, she told the disciples that Jesus was alive. And after that, Jesus actually appeared to his friends multiple times and showed them that not only was he alive, but more importantly, that they could trust him because he was alive. One of those times that Jesus actually appeared to his disciples, to his friends, was when they were fishing on the Sea of Galilee. The disciples fished all night, but they caught absolutely nothing, which is amazing, especially since these guys were fishermen. That was their jobs. They didn't catch anything. The next morning, they saw that someone standing on the shore, and it was Jesus. And he called out to them, and it's in John 21, verses 5 and 6. He says, friends, don't you have any fish? And this wasn't Jesus making fun of them. This was him just asking a question. Do you not have any fish? Then throw your net on the right side of the boat. There you will find some fish. And that's what they did. As a matter of fact, when they threw their net on the other side of the boat, they caught so many fish that they couldn't pull the net back in. And at that moment, they knew that it was Jesus that was standing on the shore. So they did everything in their power to get back to him as fast as they possibly could. And when they rushed to be with him, and when they found him, when they got to the shore, they found that Jesus had set up a a campfire and that he actually was cooking them breakfast on the beach. They were so excited to spend time with Jesus, to see Jesus. This was actually the third time that he had showed up to them and appeared to them. He was alive. And the reason he kept appearing to show them that he was alive is because Jesus had made a promise. He had told them, I'm going to die, but I'm going to come back to life. Now I want you to think about it. If there was someone in your life that you cared a lot about, and then you seem like there's no hope that you're not going to see them again, and you go three days, it would be really easy to probably sit there and start thinking, maybe he's not going to keep his promise. But instead, Jesus came back to life because that was the plan. The plan was for him, God's son, Jesus, to come to earth to die and to pay the penalty for our sin, even though he never sinned. Being arrested and beaten and mocked and ridiculed and hung on a cross and dying on that cross was all a part of the plan. He became our sacrifice for our sin. And the reason he did that And the reason that he came back to life is to show everyone that he had defeated death, sin, and the grave. And that through that, if we would just trust Jesus with our life, we can be his friend forever. And no one can take that away from us. 
the really cool thing about this story and what I love about it so much, and even the way that we presented this morning, it would be easy for everybody to sit there and go, well, this is a kid's story. Look, there's buckets and sounds are coming out of it. And this is the kind of, it's, it's a kid's story. It's so much more than a kid's story. It's a me story. Because I'm a sinner. And I can't change that. It's a you story. Because we're all sinners in need of a Savior. And you're like, that's great, Brian. So Jesus died and he rose again. That's it. Why should I trust him? Why should why should is it why is it so important for me to trust him? Here's why. Because every one of us at some point in time in our lives have either made a promise that we didn't keep. Or that there's been someone in our lives who made a promise that they didn't keep. The one person who has always kept every promise that he has made, including that he would die and rise again, is that it's Jesus Christ. That's why you can trust him. You can trust him because... He died for you and he rose again. And he kept his promise so that if you would just trust him with your life, you could be his friend forever. So the bottom line that I want us to think about is this. You can trust Jesus with your life. Maybe you walked in here today for the first time. Maybe you've never been to church before. Maybe you've got some stuff going on in life and you don't feel like you can trust anyone else. I am here to tell you this morning that you can trust Jesus with your life. And if you do, I'm not promising that everything is going to get better. But what I can tell you is that you will have a friend forever in him. And what that means is you'll always be able to trust him. So this morning, just quickly, I want to ask everybody just to close your eyes. If you're in the room and you have that relationship with Jesus, you call him friend. Take a moment and thank him. what he did for you, how he died for your sin, how he rose again so that he could prove that he had overcome all of that, and he had the, the power to overcome all of that and to forgive sin, that you've trusted him with your life. If you're here today and you've hear, you're hearing this for the first time, or maybe you've heard it before, but it's not clicked and there's something about it this morning when you're sitting there going, I understand what it looks like to not trust people. And as a result, I have a hard time of trusting God. But if this is true, that God loved me so much that he would send his only son to earth, to die for my sin even though he never sinned to be the perfect sacrifice 
that if I'll believe that he loved me that much and that I would put my trust in him that I can be his friend forever. If that's you and you want to do that today for the first time, you can just just talk to him in the moment. Just you and him. And tell him that God, I know that I'm a sinner. I've tried to fix it, but I can't. But I believe that you love me so much that you sent your son Jesus to earth. They lived a perfect life, life and that he died for me on a cross. And I believe that three days later, he came back to life. The day I believe that if I will confess my sins to you, admit that I'm a sinner, believe that Jesus died for me, and that I trust you with my life and ask for forgiveness of those sins, that I can be your friend forever. Thanking God, thank you, God, for changing my life, for making me something new and reminding me that I can trust Jesus with my life. Thank you, God. That we get to share these incredible stories that show your love for us. The same way that we got to share this one this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. Thank you so much, Pastor Brian. What an incredible story. Wasn't that an awesome story? Yeah. Thank you guys for allowing me to be a part of this. This was awesome. You know, that was absolutely amazing. You want to know what else is amazing? What's that? I think I, dis I discovered something else for my quest. You see, I think I was too limited in my way of thinking. Okay. Because I thought families would only spend car time together, when in reality, there's actually more times to spend together to make waves and change the world. I was hoping he was going to get there. Yes. So let me ask you something. In the story, you mentioned that Jesus ate two meals with the disciples, right? Yeah, there was one that he ate before he was crucified and rose again, and then there was another where he cooked them breakfast on the beach. Yeah, so he had a meal with them. You see, Jesus appreciates good food just like me, so I, I, I like that. So... Is it safe to assume that the disciples are like family to Jesus? Oh, absolutely. He, they were more than disciples. They were more than followers of Christ. They were even more than Jesus' friends. They were absolutely his family. There it is. Meal time. You see, Meal time. It, it's not just car time that families get to spend together, but they can also spend time together to change the world and make waves in meal time. Meal time. What an incredibly important but like everyday thing that we do that you can make intentional with your family yeah. thank you so much absolutely thank, thank you, you so guys much, Pastor Brian. so that's it that was awesome we got it figured it out we got meal time and we've got car time uh, what do you mean uh, every time you do this i feel like there's something missing or, or there's still more to come i just think 
that you are so close. I think we're getting there. Our quest, we're on, our car time is good. We're in the car a lot. Meal time, you gotta eat. I mean, it's to live, you gotta do that. So I think you're on, I think you're on the right track. I just think that you need to think, just put on your thinking cap and, and think as hard as you can just Emily. for the one, just Emily. the last. Are you thinking? I've worked you thinking? so hard this past week and I've done so much thinking. Can I just close my eyes? <laughs> Just for a little bit, please. Just all right. Just okay. a little. Okay. All right. Well, I'll give that to you. <clears throat> hey, Neff. What are you? What are you thinking now? What are you thinking right now? That's it. What? What's it? Bedtime. Bedtime. You see. Bedtime. When the youngest member of your family is getting ready for bed, that's a perfect time to spend. As a family. Yeah, because you already have to do it. You got to put the littles in the bed. So you might as well and you know talk what? about some stuff. I think I can sell this to the audience. You think? Yeah. You guys want to play a game? A game? Yeah. You know what, Neff? I love a good game. I think a good game can drive a point right home better than just about uh, anything. But I led games all week and I'm exhausted. So because of that, I think I'm gonna let you take this one. I will, I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay. Have fun. All right, take care. It's your loss. All right guys, let's play a game to kind of replicate how we would put a child to bed. So to start us off, I need two families to volunteer, two adults and one child per family. Any volunteers, two adults and one child per family. Perfect. If you guys can come up to the stage, let's give them a round of applause. It takes a lot of courage to come up here. I need one more family to volunteer. Perfecto. Come on up. <laughs> let's give them a round of applause. If you guys can make your way up to the top here. Now, we all know and we all hope as families that that time of putting your child to bed is peaceful, is tranquil, it's fantastic, it's smooth. But we all know sometimes that's not the case, right? It could feel a little bit like, I don't know, the hallway in a high school after the bell rings, am I right? So here's what we're gonna do. If you guys can start right here. Both teams, come, come here. So adults, your goal is to put your child to sleep. Float him off to sleep. Now, I mean that literally. You see, we have different stations here that simulate what, it, what we're doing before putting a child to sleep. So we're gonna start off. You guys are gonna lay your child in these wonderful blankets that we have. So you guys can start laying your child in these amazing blankets. Now, when we move from station to station, FYI, if you didn't already see this, this is gonna be a race, all right? So, per oh, 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 wow, okay. The obstacles already were already like. All right, perfect. So when we move from rotation to rotation, you've gotta make sure that you pick up your child and they cannot touch the ground. Now, it's okay to put them back on the ground when we've reached each of the stations, all right? So. One of the first things we do when we put a child to sleep is, well, they, we need to give our kiddos water, right? 
So the first station, we've got a water. Now, for the sake of this game, let's pretend we're camping because this is where their water is at, a bowl. All right? So bear with me. Now, you guys are going to pick up your child to the first station, and you're going to give them a little bit of water. Now, children, you guys are sleeping, so the whole time you've got your eyes closed, all right? You guys have to give them water. On station number two, what comes after water? Well, they got to use the restroom, so and they better have good aim. So I figured, adults, you will be giving one of these toilet papers to your children, and it is their job to hit the target and make it into the bucket. Remember, eyes closed. How are we going to do that, right? We just got to figure it out. Isn't that how it is? All right. So when they're finished with station two, we're going to move on to station three where they're going to need to brush their teeth. And we've got brand new toothbrush, brand new toothpaste, and we've even got a little spit cup. All right. Let's make those teeth super white. And then for the final station, I know it's a lot. Bear with me. We've got a storybook. One of the adults has to read a storybook, cannot skip any lines, read all of it out loud as soon as the first team to read the entire story wins. Does that seem like a lot? Because it is a lot, right? All right, you guys ready? On your mark, get set, let's go to La La Land. Woo! Uh-oh, there it is. Remember, keep your eyes closed. Oh, there it is. Oh, targets, come on. Oh, that's one. Oh, that's two. Oh. Come on, let's try it again. Come on, you got this. <laughs> All right, come to station three. Uh-oh, got this team in the lead. All right, we got to brush our teeth. Come on, adults, you gotta help your child. Come on. So, is this like an every night thing? Those who have kids, is this like an every night thing? <laughs> oh, he's already brushing his teeth. Come on. There you go. Look at those pearly whites. Give us a smile. Show us those pearly whites. <laughs> I don't like that toothpaste. All right, let's move on to the last station. Bedtime story, come on, you need to read it out loud. Come on, you got this. Today was tough to brush the teeth. Come on, you got this, you got this. We got a fantastic storyteller here. There it is. There it is. You got it. You got it. Guys, it's pretty close. They're on the last station. <laughs> Let's just drag them to sleep at this point, right? Come on. Come on. We got a speed reader. It's so close! 
close. They're in the same part of the story. Come on. That was actually pretty close, wasn't it? You know what? I think that was a tie. Let's give him a round of applause, guys. Thank you guys for volunteering. These kids look so rested. Now, you guys look like you went through a little bit, but thank you guys so much. Let's give them a round of applause. So, since it is a tie, you guys get to keep your, your toothbrushes. That, those are your prizes. Toothbrush, toothpaste. Perfect. Awesome. So, guys, is that... Is that pretty much how it is every night? Neff, Neff. Yeah? Neff. Hey. Oh, you're uh, isn't bedtime supposed to be restful? Isn't it supposed to be like restful? I mean, I don't have kids, but I've heard that when you're trying to put them to bed, it's supposed to be a restful time. That game was anything but. Not restful in the least. So actually, just give me one second. Um, let's talk about bedtime for a second. You know, this is an incredibly important time for you as families to hang out with your kids. I know we wanna rush it. I know you wanna get them in bed really fast. And listen, you go to bed, I'm, mom's gonna go sit down, have a second. But at bedtime, you're tired. Oh, you're tired. Your day's weighing on you. You're, you're more relaxed. You're not as rigid as you were during the rest of the part of the day. So all those things in our hearts, they kind of start to bubble up to the surface. So adults, don't rush that. Don't rush that time. See what's on your kid's heart. See what they're thinking, what they're feeling. How was their day? Did they have some hard things that happened in their day? Chances are that you went through those same things. Chances are that you struggled, that you struggled with a lot of stuff they're struggling with. So take those moments, take those bedtime moments to just kind of get to know your kid's day and then share some things that you went through Really help your kids. That's a bonding time. That's where your kids are gonna learn that they can trust you when you are sharing the things that you've went through with them. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I pulled my back just watching Oh my that. goodness, Neff. The players were the real MVPs. I mean, I mean, they were the ones that were carrying the kids. You were watching. Okay. Huh? Right. But okay. I just need to know, where are we in our quest? So, what are you, yes. What are you feeling? I think we might be done. Done. We've got three very intentional moments where families can spend together, change the world, and make waves. We've got mm -hmm. car time, we've got bed time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then we have meal time. Yeah, yeah. Those I, are things that we have. I, I think we're done. I think that's it. Okay, you keep thinking that, but... Um, oh, my goodness. Again with the... Um, I know. Okay. I just... We're so close. We have? I know. We're so close. We're so close. I just think... We're not quite there, okay? Okay. But there was another thing that we did at kids camp. Like every night. Okay. It involved a certain lifeguard named Lenny. Oh, Lenny the lifeguard. Do the our lifeguard friends remember? Stand. Do our friends remember the lifeguard stand? The lifeguard okay. stand. I think that if we go hang out with Lenny, he might be able to help us on our quest. That is a great idea. I think so. Let's go hang out with Lenny. And while we're going to get with Lenny, why don't y'all watch this recap video of all the fun that we had.
Cowabunga, and welcome to the lifeguard stand, where the waves are always gnarly and the conversation is tubular. I'm your host, Lenny the Lifeguard, and I'm joined here with two of my friends that I think you guys have already been hanging out with this morning, right? Yeah, yeah we've been having a great time, but I'm pumped to be right here Same. with you. Awesome. Well, I'm thinking before we get down to business and talk about the important things, maybe we should just kick back, hang out, talk about our favorite memories at kids camp. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Are you guys cool with that? I think that'll yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you go, take it away. So, uh, one of my favorite moments at kids camp, I would have to say, would be when we sung the color song for some team representation mm-hmm. and seeing the excitement and the hype with all of these kids was unbelievable to me. Love the energy. They're crazy. They're so excited about those colors. It's intense. Well, my favorite, my favorite part of kids camp, um, I don't know if the adults in the room know, but we were taking up an offering and our kids were raising some money for Set Free Alliance, which is just this incredible uh, organization that we work with. And these young people raised almost $2,000. Oh my gosh. It was phenomenal. And that, I mean, I mean, that was my favorite part of kids camp. I think that was just incredible. Kids make a difference. Man, that was awesome. That's it was true. so cool. Now, I don't know how many of you guys heard, but we actually had a little shark infestation problem here we at did. kids camp last week. We did. Remember? Yeah. Winnie, the shark came into games. Did it really? I was so nervous. I, I mean, I truly, it was like, I had to freeze and the, we were playing person to person and the shark came in. I was terrified and I was like, I hope Lenny gets this thing. Listen guys, this shark was a problem. There's no way, there's no way to lie about it. This shark was a little pesky, but at the end of the day, I still had fun trying to catch the shark. And man, when we finally found the shark and unmasked her, oh my gosh, it was so awesome. worth it, right? Oh, it was it absolutely was awesome. worth it. Completely took me by surprise. Shock. <clears throat> me too. Shock and awe. But it was awesome. Now, Lenny, I want to talk to you a little bit about what's happening today. I'm actually on a quest. Oh. We're trying to discover how families can use what they have to work together to make the world a better place. Oh, no way. And so far, we've learned that there are different times that they can use to do this. Yes. We've got car time. We've got meal Meal, meal time, time. Yeah. And, and then we've we got, got bed time. That's bed exactly time. right. Gotcha. And it's been a great quest so far. Yeah. That so I awesome. do have a question though. Um, car time, you ditched me uh, on the, you left I me. I was going on a grand adventure, okay? Oh, what yeah. Hap- what'd you do? Yeah, I saw you and some people leave. It looks like you were kicking them out of the, the church. I was got definitely the not kicking that, them out of the church. You that's know not what? nice. Let's just watch the video. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. All right. Give them some stuff. See, they were headed to a road trip. Oh. Together as a family. Oh. Look at that there learning lesson. We're, we're helping. We're helping. And so, what are they? This is so a lot of So they're packing stuff. up. Oh, they're pack. They're packing and for a road trip. And even things like packing up, you can use times like that to talk to your kids, talk oh, wow. as a family. Come up Man. with ideas to change the world, make this, waves. This is some skilled packing. I'm, I think that Very they've skilled. done this before. I think I, they I have. think this is not their first time packing up a car. Some more stuff here. That's when I realized. 
When you oh, go over no. stuff. Oh, that's the worst. Forgot. When you're halfway there and you're like, I forgot. When, you gotta go and back. then you've got to un-Tetris and then re-Tetris the car. I mean, because that's adult Tetris. It's packing a car and or a dishwasher. It's packed tight in there. Oh, now they're ready to go. I'll see you guys. Remember, amazing conversation. Oh, probably should close the door. All your stuff will fall out. Another great bonding time when it all falls oh. on the road yeah. and you're picking it up together <laughs> and been there, not fun. Been there. <laughs> what a grand adventure! <laughs> on the side of the road, that's the best. You see, guys, solid. That was even, awesome. Even just solid. packing your car, you can make that into a family time. Even in a hundred degree weather, you can make that into family time. Yeah. Time to hang out. You really yeah. can. Um, so I'm thinking that I have a question of the day. Sure. Do you think I can, I, I have a question of the day for all of our families. So what you're gonna do families is you're gonna huddle together with the people that you brought today. Um, adults, kids alike. And this is our question. And this is what I would like for you to talk about. What words of encouragement do you need to hear in the morning? In the morning when you wake up. Let's talk about that amongst yourselves. I'm hearing some good conversation. Yeah, this is a good conversation. Lots of conversations happening. I love this. I love it too. Wow. So it sounds like y'all are having some incredible discussions out there. And I want you to keep asking that question throughout the day. What words of encouragement do you need to hear in the morning or anytime, you know, but the morning time encouragement as you head into your day, as you start your day. That, that, that's it. What's, what's it? I think I figured out the rest of, of my quest. You figured out. That's it right there. Just right. Thank you oh. so much, Lenny. Oh, we're done. Appreciate it. Amen. Thank oh. you so much. But I, I, no yeah, worries, man. I, we're done with my quest. Oh, okay. Thanks, well, Lenny. Right. Well, no problem, guys. I'm always happy to hang out with my peeps down at Kids Camp. You're welcome to my beach anytime you want. But until then, thanks for joining us, guys. I'll see you later at the lifeguard stand. Bye! Okay, so um, you just had, you're still, what, what happened? So that's what? it. It's what What's you it? said earlier, morning time. Yes. You see, morning time is another great time that families can spend together and make waves. Ah, I'm so excited. I was hoping that you were going to get there. I was hoping. You I was, were hoping? Wait, yeah, I was hoping. You knew this this whole time? Ah, okay. I might have known a little bit, but I didn't want to ruin the fun. I mean, a quest. It's so oh, great. All right, Emily. What do you have for us? All right, all right, all right. So we've been having a lot of fun here this morning. We do this all the time with your families next door. We have so much fun. But what we do in this building we've talked about is not the only important thing. But here's what we want all of the adults in the room to know. You do not have to plan epic, incredible, crazy moments for your kids. You don't have to have all the parenting books on your shelves to prove that you're a good parent. Because really what it comes down to is making the most of these everyday moments that we've got going. And actually, Neff, there is a verse of scripture that speaks directly to that, just to give our adults in this room a little bit of hope. 
So we're going to put that on the screen. Neff, do you think you could read that? Sure, of course. Awesome. All right. So we've got love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Love him with all your strength. The commandments I give you today must be in your hearts. Make sure your children learn them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Talk about them when you're at home. Talk about them when you walk along the road. Speak about them when you go to bed. And speak about them when you get up. Now, can you read that last part one more time and see if maybe you notice anything? Yeah, of course. Maybe. Talk about them when you are at home. Talk about them when you walk along the road. Speak about them when you go to bed. And speak about them when you get up. Wait. When you're on the road, car time. When you go to bed, bedtime. And when you get up, morning time. That's yeah. what we've been talking about today. It's what we've been talking about all day. Because here's the deal, guys. God wants to be in relationship with us. That's what he wants. He wants to be in relationship with the adults. He wants to be in relationship with kids. He wants us to be in relationship with each other. And one of the greatest ways that we can make waves in the world, and one of the greatest ways that we can bond with Jesus and connect with him is to connect with each other. One meal, one car ride, one bedtime, and one meal time at a time. See, all of us are on a quest. We're all on this quest, getting to know God and who God is and what God wants for us. And your family, you're on that individual quest, but your family is on that quest together. And a lot of you are in the early stages of that quest. You have young, young children who are just starting to talk and they're just starting to ask questions. I've been on that quest for 33 years. And let me tell you, you can put your kid in every kid's camp that's available for the summer. It's not gonna matter as much as those bedtimes where you talk to them. It's not gonna matter as much as those gas station trips to get some Nikot cookies. And it's not gonna matter as much as those drives to school when you're singing the cartoon song. Those are the most important things and those are the things that I remember. It's not the vacations, it's not the kids' camps, it's not all the times you can be in this building. And this building is awesome. Don't miss out on the moments that you had at home. And you see, God invites us not only to be on a quest with each other, but to be on a quest and an adventure with him. And Pastor Brian talked about it today in his story. He talked about how we can trust God. And see, God wants to be in a relationship with us, but we messed it up. We, we messed it up a little bit. When you say messed it up, are you talking about like Pastor David's painting the other day? Yes, a lot of my friends in here will remember. Pastor David was sharing a story and he had a painting on stage and it got messed up. And that's what sin did. Sin came into the world and it messed up what was clean and what was beautiful and the way that we could have relationship with God. But then God sent, Pastor Brian was telling us, who did God send? Who was, who was he talking about? So God sent Jesus and Jesus was no ordinary man. Jesus was God's son. And Jesus made a way for all of us to have a relationship with God. Yes, exactly, because Jesus was perfect. Just like Pastor Brian said, he didn't break any promises. He was perfect. You can trust him with your life. And that is what we want 
all of our families to understand today is that that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal on your quest is just to be in relationship with Jesus. It's just to be in relationship with each other and loving each other well. And I promise you, kids camp is awesome, but those Neekot cookies and that cartoon song that you're hanging out with your kids, that's what they're gonna remember. And that's what's gonna build those bonds. And that is when they get to be my age at 33, they know that they can trust you. They know that you're there for them. You didn't have all the right answers, but that's okay because Jesus has all the right answers and he's there with you. And he can take a messed up painting and he can make it brand new. We had someone paint this for us this week. It's a beautiful painting. It's gonna be hanging up in our family ministry building and it's going to be there as a reminder, a reminder to everyone who looks at it that we might be messed up paintings, but God takes the things that are messed up and he makes them brand new. And he wants to be in relationship with all of us. So what we're gonna do right now is one of my most favorite things that we do here at FX and that's called family prayer. So you circled up a second ago to do our question of the day. We're gonna circle up again. And I want you to hang out with the people that you brought today. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna pray together as a family. It doesn't matter who prays. It doesn't matter how you pray. You're just gonna connect and talk together as a family because that is what is going to build incredible moments and build incredible bonds. So everyone go ahead and circle up. I'm going to let y'all pray and then I will jump in and I will finish us out with a prayer. so much for all the families that we have represented here today. God, I pray that all of our adults in the room, whether they're parents or not, I just pray that at the end of this day, that they have hope and that they have encouragement and that they know that God being in relationship with you makes it all worth it. So God, I pray that you would continue to teach our families, continue to be close to them, continue to walk with them. God, I pray that you would be with them in the bedtime and be with them in the meal times and be with them on the drive times and remind them that the hundreds of seemingly mundane activities are actually the things that are going to bond them together. God, and that those are the moments that are gonna bring them closer to you. So God, again, I just pray that at the end of the day, everyone in this room has a little bit of hope knowing that Jesus just wants to be in relationship with us and that he wants to be in this quest and in this journey with us. God, thank you so much for all that you do and all that you'll continue to do in our lives. It's in your name we pray, amen. Amen. Guys, what an amazing day today has been. And this week, absolutely incredible we've learned such incredible things and we want to thank you for not just sharing your time but sharing your kids with us Mm -hmm. thank you give yourselves a round of applause for that 
Guys, we put a lot of value in the next generation. And remember, we believe that your kids can make a difference and change the world around you. We invite you, we want to let you know that we're here. If you, if you have any questions or if you're trying to navigate how that looks like, those conversations, those experiences, we are here for that. Um, we want to partner with you. Exactly. We believe that the church is here to make waves in the world. We also believe that your family is here to make waves in the world. And we don't expect you to do that alone. We don't expect you to have all the answers. We're all figuring this out together. So what we want is for you to be able to partner with us. And we do tons of things. We do kids camp. We do all sorts of events, fun activities that your family can do together that we can give you resources on how to make those mundane things special, intentional, and purposeful. So you're gonna wanna make sure that you're following Springwell Kids with a Z on Instagram. And you're gonna to wanna to make sure that you have liked the Springwell Family Connection page because that is where all of the information about the things and the stuff and the awesome moments that we have, that's where that stuff is. So please make sure you like that so that we can get you the info. And guys, by the time you know it, you're gonna start hearing about Kids Camp 2023. Oh Guess my what? Gosh. It feels like it's just yesterday. Be the best kids camp ever. It is. It feels like just yesterday we were talking about Kids Camp 2022. It and is it's unreal. already here and it's already gone. Guys, it has been an incredible week. It's been an incredible day. If any of you prayed that prayer with Pastor Brian to accept Jesus as your best friend, or if you just want more information about that, to have one of those phase conversations, please make sure you fill out the connection card. Please make sure you sign up for that phase conversation. Whatever we can do to help you figure out those next steps. Now guys, before we let you go, I wanna do a little something. Something that we did every day to kick off kids camp. Before we do that, I forgot. Okay. We have family nights. We have a special okay. edition family night. We give away family nights every single month here in Springwell Kids. Nice. Because we want you families, we want you to be prepared. We want you to have ways to have these conversations with your kids. This very day, we have a special edition family night just for you so that you can have those car ride, mealtime, bedtime, morning time conversations, just some conversation starters. So please make sure when you're headed out, you grab one of those special FX family nights. Amen. Wait, go and ahead. Go the ahead. kids, you guys know when we count to three, what do we say? Make waves. So we're going to do that one more time. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? One, two, three. Make, Make waves. waves. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful week. Have a great day.